You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian. I'm Seal. I'm JD. Let's talk about Chapter 6, The Prisoner. Remember that old show, The Prisoner? No. Oh, you never watched that? Uh-uh. Oh, dude, trippy. It was how, very it was very How surreal. old is it? It was like 60s. Okay, yeah. And then and then I think it was Sci-Fi Channel is did it on like Netflix? a did like a um I don't know if it's on Netflix or not. Mm. But somebody I think it was Sci-Fi Channel did uh a redux of it, like a mini series mm-hmm. that was really good as well. But you should watch it. It's okay. it's it's super trippy. Interesting. I'll say something about this episode. Okay. Had an all-star cast, and I'm assuming that it's a bunch of people who wanted to be in the Star Wars universe as part of their bucket list. Yeah. Because as a whole, this is kind of felt like a throwaway episode. I didn't need it. Right. I enjoyed it, but like it, I, don't, I don't need it. I don't feel like it advanced the plot really at all. At all. Like... We learned the name of the ship, the Razor's Crest. Yes. Because that, that's the first time they saw it on, said it on screen, correct? Correct. And that may have been it. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, we learned that the Razor's Crest is something special. And maybe yes. that comes into play. Yeah, in the future. You know, in episode whatever. But right now, I mean, it was... And again, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Sure. Um, I quite enjoyed the casting. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, as you say, it was definitely an all-star Clancy cast. Clancy Brown, Bill Burr, Richard Iwate, who I really enjoyed his performance. Oh, he was great. Um, Bill Burr. Did I say Bill Burr? You said Bill Burr. N- N- He's N- worth mentioning twice because he was really Tana, good. who is uh, Tonks from uh, Harry Potter. Oh, uh, yeah. And she was also in uh, Game of Thrones. If you're into Game of Thrones. Nobody watches that show. No, not anymore. And nobody will ever admit that they did. I mean, I feel like Game of Thrones is going to be the show. Like, yeah, I didn't watch it because I knew it was going to suck. But whatever. All right, let's get into this episode. Let's. So it starts off with uh, the Mandalorian, Mando, as everybody calls him, which is starting to not grow on me. But whatever. Um, He reaches out to a friend of his. Uh, played by Mark Boone Jr., um, ran, and he has, he needs a, a job done. He needs someone rescued or something rescued, and he needs a crew. Mm-hmm. They've got four. They need a fifth, but most importantly, they need a ship. Yep, and, and you know, it starts out, hey, we need a fourth and then they start playing out the plan he's like and eh, we need your ship he's like yeah. oh no 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 that wasn't part that of the deal was not part of the deal right and they, they have a history together you can tell that they're i don't know if friends would be the word that you have uh, former co-workers sure and there's they have this code no questions so and what his run-ins with the guild lately are not supposed to matter in this situation at right all. but you know, they know that the Mandalorian can be trust, not trusted, relied upon to do his job. And he lives by a certain code. 
which not everyone in this world does live by, right. so they can count on him to do what he said he's going to do. So that's why they get him. And so we meet the rest of the uh, the characters, an ex-Imperial sharpshooter named Mayfeld. Don't call him a stormtrooper. Yeah, because sharpshooter stormtrooper is an oxymoron because they can't shoot at all. They were ordered not to kill anybody. Is that what it was? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, the droid. Well, how pi- do you explain the ease of their escape? That's true. <laughs> it's very true. And I mean, because if you if you watch Empire, when they raided the the base on Hoth, man, they were killing dudes wholesale. Well, that was snowtroopers, stormtroopers, snowtroopers, totally different. Okay, fine. Totally different. You got to be accurate in snow. Um, there's a droid pilot named Zero, voiced by Richard Iowate. Um. A knife wielding <laughs> Twi'lek named Jian. Is that what their name was? Something to that effect with really sharp teeth. Very sharp teeth and a lot of Scary. knives. And then a big strong man named Berg. Berg. Clancy Brown. So great. Clancy Brown. So I loved Zero's interpretation, well, assessment of the Razor Crest. He's like, uh, we have better ships. This piece of crap. Why are we using this? Yeah, basically, this thing shouldn't be able to fly. And what we find out is, is it's off both the New Republic and the old Empire grid for some reason. Yep. No transponders no. to speak of. It's basically a ghost. It doesn't exist. Which explains why he uses it. You know, when it's not the most nimble of ship or the coolest looking ship or the most powerful ship, but it's got that going for it, which is quite a big deal mm-hmm. in the world where you're trying to remain anonymous and trying to remain quiet. And it explains a lot about how the Mandalorian is able to get in and out of places. Sure. Seemingly undetected, because he just flies that thing in anywhere and lands it, and nobody knows it's there. Yeah, you'd figure that we'd track his ship. Like, oh, we know what the Mandalorian drives. Let's track it. Turns out they can't. Exactly. Or they can, but it's really hard. So there's a lot of posturing between everybody before they land on the prison ship, you know? They're like, we want to see your face, Mandalorian. Why don't you take off the helmet? And then they find Baby Yoda, and they're like, ooh, I think I want a pet, too. And it's like, okay, that's just, you know, people in that line of work, I guess, especially in, like, space operas, um, are always going to compare, are always going to try to one-up each other. There's a lot of bravado. Oh, sure. A lot of braggadocio, you might say. Sure. So... They're they're measuring each other up, seeing who is bigger, who is stronger, who's a better fighter. And, of course, they don't come to any conclusion because it's just all talk at that point. We need, right. We need to see some action. So um, Zero doesn't even give him any warning. He just comes out of hyperspace and does some crazy turns and blah, 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 blah. And then he's docked to the ship, and they're undetected. But, I mean, of course, nobody's strapped in. No yeah, one. and so they're just rattling around like a bunch of pinballs right as a good fight's about to start. Yeah, right. That's in, what breaks up the fight. Yeah, because the Mandalorian is not going to back down. No, and he ne- can't. Neither are they. I mean, it's his ship, and they want to see his face, and it's against the code. Like, and he's already pissed that they're taking his ship, and right. he's not happy about not flying. He doesn't like droids. No. We he, know that. We don't know why yet. Well, I think like it's because droids. droids slaughtered his family. Do you think those were droids? Do you think it was like a clone army? Or uh, what do you it, think it was? 
I mean, you. I mean, saw- the Separatist Army, like the droid armies. No, I think it was co-opted. At that point, I think it was uh, Empire had co-opted. Hmm. I mean, why not? Maybe. But I mean, we clearly see in the flashbacks. Yeah, those are Separatist droids. So yeah, it's true. But I mean, he's yeah. I don't know. He kind of messed with. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how old he really is. We don't know that. We don't so know, we don't know if that was maybe during the Clone Wars that happened, or maybe right before, right after. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't like droids. No, he doesn't at all. So they get onto the ship, and they're trying to be sneaky, sneaky at first until they see a little mouse droid, and that's when Berg is like, "Oh, I'm going to shoot it." Because he's an idiot. And yeah. he shoots the thing, which Big of course alerts all of the <clears throat> security droids to their presence. Yep. And so they show up and kind of get pinned down there in a bad position because droids are shooting at them and they're kind of hiding behind little walls. Like, what do we do? It's such a bad position. What do we do? And that's when the Mandalorian flanks them. Yep, from behind and just proceeds to wreck shop single-handedly. Yeah, because they just look on. Takes out, what, about six of them? Just yeah. molly whops them. Yeah, and they don't help at all. And I don't no. know if it's like they're hoping that something bad will happen to him. I think it's part of it. And I think part of it, too, is like, oh, let's see what he's really capable of. Yeah. But they wouldn't have been sad if the Mandalorian had gotten killed in his no. fight with the droids. No, I mean, free ship. Yeah, free ship. That's all we really wanted you for anyway. Free baby. Free baby, yeah. Free pet that we can eat later because it looks like food. So then they get to the control room, and they have a run-in with an egg helmet, which I miss. Those helmets, I don't think they really serve any purpose. No. Like, uh, the more I look at them, I'm just like, that is, yeah, that's ridiculous. (laughs) It just needed to look space opera exactly. in the mid-70s. And I understand. But it's super unnecessary. But it's canon, and so they yeah. can't get rid of it. It's not functional in any way. Like, if you know the function of why those helmets are shaped that way, please tweet me and let me know. Just yeah, so if that. like it rode further down the neck, I could see that. But, but it just it goes, sticks straight it, back. It goes straight back. It's like... Yeah, it's not like you're riding a hel- like a motorcycle. Are you, are you trying to prevent death from above or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's like a helmet you'd see those guys ride when they're trying to break, like, land speed records. Yeah. You know? Or, like, the solo races on the bicycle in, like, the Tour de France. Yeah, that's like he's trying to be aerodynamic. But yeah. He's, well, he's sitting in an office. Yeah. And so he's he's got a button, like, if I push this, the, the, sh- the ships will be on us in a second. You know? The New Republic will be here before you can count to ten, and they'll kill us all. So the Mandalorian... Tries to defuse the situation. Yeah, because he's not killing anybody unnecessarily. Right, and that's the better option. Why kill the dude unnecessarily? And I understand that they're like, oh, no loose ends or whatever, but come on. But come on, nobody knows who these people are. Right, if you can convince him to give you the tracker and just get out of the way, that's got to be a less painful way. But while they're talking, of course, Berg, I mean, uh, Mayfeld pulls a gun on the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian pulls one back, so Berg pulls one in him. So it's that old school. We got the three-way Mexican standoff. That's right. And while they're talking, Jean or Jean—I don't even know how to say her name—the the, the Twi'lek throws a knife. <laughs> dead. Right in the guy's gut. Yeah, y'all are ridiculous. 
Let's just move on. So they go and find the prisoner, and it's Quinn, Kin, Keen, Coon, Queen. They call him Quinn. 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 Q I Mighty Quinn. Quinn. And uh, it's Jin's uh, brother. Mm-hmm. And he is a weird Twi'lek and a beater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bit much. <laughs> The last beater was a bit much. <laughs> it made me laugh. I, mean, I was like, "Do we run out of budget for for costumes?" Like, hey, just show up in a beater. <laughs> Again, this episode is like Johnny Favs was like, "All right, buddies, All right. y'all come play in my sandbox." Pretty much, and they just got what they got. <laughs> yeah, so they rescue Quinn. Apparently, the Mandalorian is the one that turned him in or left him. They have a history. Yeah, they don't like each other. They don't like each other. And so they double-cross the Mandalorian and throw him in the cell and lock the door after Quint gets out. And they're going to have him be like the replacement prisoner for Quint. Yeah. And then like, see ya. Peace. You deserve it. You deserve it. But, of course, the Mandalorian escapes because that's what he does. Because he's the Mandalorian. And he proceeds to, I mean, Zero informs him, hey, he's escaped, you've got a real problem. And he went back to the control room and splits up the party, and then he proceeds to hunt them. Well, and we also know that the little man in the egg helmet pushed the button. Mm -hmm. And so we now have a countdown, and Zero's like, okay, you got 20 minutes. Yeah. You got 15 minutes. Yeah. You got 10 minutes. You got five minutes. You need to hurry. Yeah. And so Quinn and Mayfeld are together. And Berg and Jan are together. And so Quinn talks to Mayfeld. He's like, yo, just get me off of this ship. I don't care about my sister. I don't, who cares? She came to rescue me. That's great and everything. But I'm worried about me. Mm-hmm. So if you get me off, I'll triple your fee. Yep. Lovely family they have there. Yeah. And so. No honor among thieves. No honor among thieves. At all. So the fight's. Like, there's only one real big fight, and that's the Berg versus the Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, and let's point out, though, that why these fights are happening. The Mandalorian just sets out to kill them all. Yeah. He's not playing around. He's been double-crossed. He's not happy about it. The only And the only realistic way out of this situation is he's got to take all these pieces off the board. Yeah, So he sets out to kill them all. Yeah. And, and so we've the, seen him do that before. He's capable. He's, and so we know what's we know what's coming. Yeah, the weaponry he has built into his little suit is impressive, to say the least. So the fight with Berg, though, like he is losing because Berg is a, a Deveronian, which we've seen kind of before in yeah. like the cantinas and stuff like that. But we've never seen one in action. And, and it's big and strong, and it is like he tries to light it on fire, and it doesn't even care. And he's like. <laughs> Right, and so he is losing, but the Mandalorian, being a quick thinker, pushes him halfway through the door and proceeds to try and close the door on him. However, Berg catches the door and picks it up, but there's another one instead of closing down. Because this is Star Wars, so right. it's a double door. Yeah, it closes sideways. And so he, while the, the Berg is just... Squishes look, him. Berg is looking at him like... <laughs> Call back to the pilot episode. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, use the door to your advantage, right? Well, yeah. And then he got in a fight with uh, the other ones, too. 
none of it was impressive as that fight, in my opinion. Did you want to talk about any specifically? No. No. Okay. No, the I did like the moment with um with Bill Burr. Yeah. Where it's like he's like, Oh man, he just knows it's coming. He's resigned to it. He's yeah. like uh uh and you don't see the shot, but then you just he's just laid out dead. Yeah. So I thought that was that was nice. That was a that was a neat little bit of editing there. I thought that yeah. was cool. And then when he gets to Quinn, um Quinn convinces him, like, yo, you're supposed to do a job. You're supposed to bring me back alive. How are you gonna get paid if you don't bring me back alive? And not to mention that, you're a man of honor and you said you were gonna do it, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. And the Mandalorian's like, you know what, you're right. I said I would do it. Let's do it. Let's I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna take you back. Meanwhile, while all this is happening, Zero's on the ship and he finds Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's about to kill it. Yeah, he's like, you know, he looks at it, he finds it, and he's like, mm, this is curious. And he kind of goes back to what he was doing, and then Baby Yoda starts creeping. Mm-hmm. And it's that's the feeling I got, that Zero calculated whatever and said, I think I'm going to kill this thing. Right. And so, as he's getting ready to shoot it, though, we hear a gunshot. See a hole through Zero, and the Mandalorian is back. Boom. And has saved Baby Yoda. Again. Again. They've saved each other. Can we talk about Baby Yoda for a minute? Sure, of course. His resilience. He gets bounced, dropped. The Mandalorian. around. I mean, that, that whole. It's not the best babysitter. That whole ship flopping around thing, and Baby Yoda goes yeah. flying every. This little guy's tough. Definitely. I mean, you see him hit the ground and bounce, and you're like, oh, snap. You, man, you wouldn't do that to a baby? No. Well, he's, he's 50 years old. Oh, yeah. 50. 50. 50 year old baby. But he's tough. Definitely. And I think, I think, uh, we need to pay attention to that. Yeah. So, um, they get back to Ran, and Ran's like, where are the rest? Hey, I thought, no questions. You're right. That is the policy. No questions. I did my job. I did what we agreed to. I want my money. I want to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So Rand's like, here you go. Gives him his money. And Mandalorian immediately gets back on the ship. He's like, yep. I'm out of here. Deuces. I don't want to deal with these people no more. But Rand, as soon as the Mandalorian leaves, talks on the little intercom. He's like, hey, kill him. And they're going to double cross Mandalorian again. Yep. They're going to launch a gunship to go after him. Blow him out of the sky. But why? I don't know. We'll never know because the Mandalorian has planned ahead and he has the tracking beacon from the New Republic prison ship and he left it with Quinn on Quinn. So three X-Wings come out of the hyperspace and they're like, oh, I got a good lock on a tracking beacon. It looks like they're trying to launch a gunship. We Mm, need need to take take it down. Yeah. So they take it down. They blow up the gunship, kind of shoot into the little space station, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll talk about that space station in a minute. Yeah. And they kill them all, and they be dead. And the Mandalorian just sails right by, because they're not interested in him. No, because he's not anything to do with the little beacon. Nope. And he jumps into hyperspace. Bye-bye. First time we've seen hyperspace. Cool. We got to see X-Wings. Yes, we did. I missed X wings, and so the the last scene of the show, we thought that the Mandalorian had killed everybody. Turns out the only one he killed was the droid, 
because Mayfeld, Berg, and Jeanne are all on the prison transport in a cell, nursing their wounds, kind of pissed off about being stuck. <gasps> so, <laughs> whoops. Whoopsie. So the Mandalorian did them a favor by not killing them, but it may mm-hmm. not have actually been a favor. Yeah. So, but he doesn't want to kill unnecessarily. That's kind of his code. Yeah. It's kind of who he is. And it's cool to see him stick to that. He has no problem murder killing droids at all. No, we've seen that. Yeah. Or stormtroopers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But he didn't kill them. What do you want to say about the space station? So, and, and this is, uh, this is kind of fun. And I've felt this from the beginning. And it has to do with, with the music. Okay. So the one of the running themes we get that so it's it's a mashup a bit of Silvestri's work from Rathacon and the Klingons theme from mm. Star Trek the Motion Picture. Sure. Okay. Very reminiscent. Go back and listen to the soundtracks and you'll know what I'm talking about. And so we get to this episode. What does that space station look like? The space station, regular one, from Rathacon. It does look like that. Dead Ringer. Hmm, interesting. So there's like some, there's like this sub-level geekery going on in the show that I adore. I love it. Nice. These weird deep cuts that shouldn't be there, that are there. That are there I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. So as a whole, the last few episodes, I think, have done not much to advance the plot, which is fine. Um, but we're getting close. There's only two episodes left in the season. So I'm ready yeah. to get the plot moving a little bit. Uh, but I haven't not enjoyed the episodes. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to think that because I have. They've been fun. Yeah. I've enjoyed every one of them, just some more than others. Right. And, and you, there's no order to them. You could have done these in any order the last three and nobody would have cared because really no plot advancement at all. So I'm hopeful that the next two really do start advancing the plot, especially before season two, because you know, doing a, doing a different quantum leap. It's like quantum leap almost, you know, like a totally different episode every week has nothing to do with anything else is would get old. I think after a while I'm fine with a few, but I'm Well, it feels like in the, and notice those are the three that Fabro didn't write. Right. And I'm wondering if he had, you know, I'm sure he did. He had his story plotted out and it came out to, I can tell my stuff yeah. in five tight episodes. Yeah. The studio wants eight. Let's so call we got We got to fill this in. Call and that's kind of what it feels like happened. Yeah. Let's make it. Let's make a few episodes just for kicks. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine. I did enjoy it. Like I said. Because if it had launched with only five episodes, I think it would have been a bit of a disappointment. I would agree. Yeah. You want at least eight, eight to yeah. ten to yeah. get feel like you're getting a full season. So, Especially yeah. with them only being like 40-minute episodes. Right. Then, five yeah. would have been disappointing for sure. Yeah. Definitely. So, And hey, maybe they were trying to get all the way up to the release of the movie. So true. that's why they were like, hey, let's yeah. do at least eight. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? So two episodes left, and we're going to record then episode seven, like, Pretty much right away. Like right now, we're going to go refill our uh, mimosas. Mimosas, because we fancy. Yeah, we fancy. And then uh, we record episode seven. So join us real soon. It should be on your feed 
any minute now if you're With just listening to this live. So, but in the meantime, there's some things you could do for us if you don't already. If you don't follow us on Twitter, we would really appreciate you doing that. My Twitter is at Real JD Lee. I am at Seal Adams, and then is S E A L E A D A M S. And you can always follow our network Twitter, which is at Recap FM. No dot in there. If you have any more time, go check out our website, recap.fm. There's a button there where you can subscribe to our newsletter where you get some original content, news about contests, news about new podcasts, sometimes other things, questions, chats, things that we want to just discuss with you. So we won't spam your inbox. It's every other week. They'll send out an email. It'll be real brief. So go subscribe to that and we would really appreciate it. Yes, we would. And then su- subscribe and review to a podcast. Please do. If you haven't reviewed us yet and you'd like to, we'd really love to hear it. Um, yeah. Reviews are always a fun thing for us. It lets us know if we're doing a good job or something we can work on. We're big boys. We can take criticism. Not a problem at all. And we have made adjustments based on reviews in the past we on sure have. other shows. So sure please, have. you know, communicate. Tell us, tell us what's going on. Yeah, we don't want to talk about something or do an episode that nobody wants to listen to. Right. Or that people don't enjoy. That's kind of pointless. Although we enjoy talking about it. I mean, we have fun. Yeah. But if, you know, nobody else is, then, I mean, we could just sit downstairs and, and just talk about it. Drink more mimosas and yeah. talk about it. Totally. All right. So come back real soon for episode seven. And then this weekend, episode nine. Is coming out in theater, so look forward to that. We will have a review of that on this feed as well. In the meantime, enjoy what you're doing. I hope you're having a happy holidays with friends and families, and we will see you really soon.